55 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to him. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yeah, baby. Let's do it. Today is what? Tuesday? Today, Tuesday? Is that a Leatherman tool? That is a Leatherman tool that yeah. I love, Roger. It on There's a microphone over here. That's just... Well, I need an extra tool because it's one. Of, it's not a screw. It's a bolt. Uh-huh. So I'm going to need either a pair of pliers or another screwdriver. Do you have a... Uh, find some vice grips around. You got a spare Phillips head screwdriver floating around here in the studio somewhere? Well, not in the studio. We got an office full of stuff over there. Yeah. I will get it. During the break, let's go get it. Yeah. And we'll tighten up the screws on the... On the what, what, look, here's just We're going to tighten up the loose screws both, on the zone? Both literally and figuratively. One <laughs> of the two that just left. After Brooks and Beaver walked out of here, we got to tighten up. That's what we have to do. Now, I was picking on Chris and Beaver about something, but it was spurred by something they were doing and talking about on their show. And I'm going to tell you what that is coming up. In about 15 seconds. First, a reminder that here I sit with you and Roger today in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau Insurance in Mississippi. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. They have local agents in uh, all 82 counties across the great state of Mississippi. It's always great to be with you, Roger, in the Farm Bureau studio in Jackson, Hmm. which is uh, where we are today because, like I said, I get to see you Got to meet a listener earlier today, yeah. Dr. Doug Odom. It's good to see him. Um, and I get to see Chris and uh, Beaver and everybody in person. Yeah. And on that note. And get berated in person. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a couple of things to cover. What What was it that the guy said on Seinfeld? I got a lot of problems with you people. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. You're going to hear about it. Okay. So let me get a few things straight, first of all. The phone lines and the text line are open. The entire show, there's never a time when you can't call and be a part of the show. The number to the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059, and the text line is 885-ESPN. First, I missed the Christmas party last night for WRKS, The Zone, ESPN. Alpha Media. Alpha Media. We got eight stations. So eight stations. Well, so seven, seven and a half. <laughs> I knew there would be a lot of people there that I didn't know or yeah. hadn't met, and I was trying my best to get there, Roger, but uh, my afternoon responsibilities lasted a little longer than I wanted them to, and I really needed to get over to Vicksburg and have some time to visit with my mother-in-law. She recently had knee surgery. Yeah. Only Well, ten day, well 11 days ago now, my mother-in-law had knee surgery, um, uh, replacement surgery. And so anyway, I wanted to get there to see her. Didn't get to make it. And I'm the one who missed out on that. So I just wanted to say that. But then I see Beaver here as he's leaving the show previously. And he says that I big-timed him yesterday. (laughs) So 
to backtrack to, to Robert St. John. Well, okay, look, Robert St. John was here. Chef, author, the Robert St. John was here. He had yeah. just gotten here. He's my guest. He's going to be our guest in the first reality TV show. guy. Yeah, reality TV guy. And we're right outside the door of the inner part of the studio where we sit right now. And Robert St. John's there. I'm talking to him. Chris Big bottleneck and, there. There's a bottleneck. Yeah. Roger, you're there. We're talking about it's your birthday yesterday. Yeah. Hey, this is Robert St. John. We introduce him to Chris. He says hello to Beaver. They're all talking. I, I make fun of Chris because he's calf man. Yeah. He has, he has Incredible Hulk calves, and the rest of him is just normal guy. It's like when the Incredible Hulk shrinks back into a normal person, but part of him didn't make it. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. With the jeans tattered from the knee down. Yeah. 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 The man can't wear normal pants. Maybe that's why Chris always wears shorts. The only kind of pants that really would fit Chris Brooks because of his calves are MC Hammer parachute pants <laughs> from the late 80s, early 90s. You remember? We all wanted some of those in at Russell. What was this big song? You can't touch this. Was that him? Okay, you yeah. can't touch this. Turn this mother out. What that stand for? <laughs> anyway, now he's a preacher. <laughs> that was actually a lyric in that song. Uh, what used to be a teacher, now I'm a preacher. Used to be a preacher, now I'm a teacher. Anyway, so I said hello to Chris. I was just picking on him yesterday, and I turned and I said, "Hey, Beaver," and he never looked at me. He had his gaze fixed on Robert St. John. He was starstruck. <laughs> and then on top of that, on top of not acknowledging me when I said hey to him, he then today, as I walk in, has the gall to insinuate that I big-timed him. Chris brought it up. And Beaver says, I big-timed him. I, and, and then I said no. And then Chris says, no, he said hello to you. You just didn't look at him. Beaver doesn't believe us, and I'm forced to apologize for something I didn't do. So I apologize as best I could because I want to move on. I want to build a bridge. I yeah, want to move on. That was a very gracious apology right until the end. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I shook his hand. I said, Beaver. I thought you were going to bro hug. Will you forgive me yeah. for that? even though I don't really owe you an apology because I didn't do what you said I did. <laughs> that was my apology. Okay, so I just wanted to clear the air on that. I want to get that out there. Well, you got to know about Ben is that uh, on a previous show he was on, there was a whole segment every day devoted to what in the world is Beaver mad at today. Oh, so he's always mad about yeah, something? Yeah, so he's always got something going on. Hmm. And he, he never seemed to uh, lack for a topic. Yeah. Okay, but here's the third thing. This is really what this is all driving at, okay? I heard this with my own ears because I couldn't possibly make up something this stupid on my own. This fits into the category, again, from the gridiron, the previous radio show. This fits into the category of truth is stranger than fiction. You can't make this up. And here's what's amazing about it. It was entertaining. <laughs> it was genuinely entertaining the way they carried on this conversation on their show. I am genuinely jealous of how they can come up with any topic under the sun and make it entertaining. They can do it. Okay, so what, about, what are we? Ma- the suspense is killing me. All right, well, I, I this wasn't is what listening. It was. I was. I was doing something else. Well, this is what it is. 
Here it is. Here's the punchline. Who has the best chance to beat Nick Saban next year? Georgia or Ole Miss? Georgia Look, or it, Ole Miss? Was Ben buying that? He didn't pump the brakes on Chris at all. He's well, normally he the reality check. He didn't throw a fit on it, okay? Okay. What he did is he, Ben, as Ben does, Beaver, patiently waited until he was called upon, and then he said... Is that something you'd like in your producer? No, okay. no, no. <laughs> Beaver said... No, it's, well, look, it's it's of course it's Georgia, right? I, right. You know, I go yeah. uh, Kirby Smart, absolutely. Look, this is all I'm saying, and I just picked on Chris. I came in here and I had the camera rolling, so this is going to pop up on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube later. <laughs> I said this th- this conversation right here. Y'all were talking about who's got the best chance to beat Alabama, Georgia or Ole Miss. I said haven't been to a bowl game in four years. <laughs> Hire one coach, and now it's Georgia. <laughs> what is Lane going to suit up or Ole Miss? <laughs> Get out there, and and then okay, and then so to drive the point home. And Chris wasn't buying it. Okay, I came back with the camera rolling, the vlog camera, which is a combination of video and blog. It's kind of intimidating. It's got like a dead cat on top of it. Yeah, the big microphone. Yeah, he commented on that. It is really intimidating, but you got to have it. Chris wasn't taking the bait, but I said, hey, um, better chance to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, the Saints or Ole Miss? (laughs) (laughs) Quicker to the Hall of Fame, Saban or Lane Kiffin? I'm just telling you, look. First coach to get the Heisman. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there you go, Brooks. The new topic for tomorrow. Beaver, somebody call Beaver. Get him in here. Beaver, we're going to leave you a note for tomorrow's show. Your topic is, is Lane Kiffin going to be the first coach to ever win the Heisman? Ah. <laughs> boy, Roger. <laughs> Let me just tell you, man, the Lane train is cool. It's cool. All right. First of all, okay, I'll give it to you. Lane Kiffin's kind of cool. Okay. I'll give it to you. That's kind of cool. You know, we were way cool ahead of this story, though. I mean, we were. We That's had the Lane right. Train going from day one. Right. And then the name, okay, the name Lane Train. And, and as a matter of fact, get rid of the shark. Absolutely. Oh, man, a train. Uh, uh, now we're talking. The locomotives. It's got Mississippi history all over it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Trains. It could be, you know, the, the Ole Miss locomotives. Or it could be the Ohio players. Choo choo. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Let's see. Illinois Central, Canadian National. I'm just thinking of railroad names. The Mobile, Ohio. You know, I'm just, I'm okay, whatever. But anyway, anyway, the point is, the lane train, it is cool. It's, it's great. That hire is a great hire. When you talk to people connected with that university, the excitement for that football hire is even more than they thought it would be when they made it. They are... They are racking up ticket sales and donations. Roger, I was told this morning. The excitement is back. They have hired loads, like bus loads, of part-time employees just to field phone calls and take orders. You're kidding. That Well, I, I may be exaggerated. They, they have, have to set up a bullpen. They have actually brought in more people 
to to service phone calls for tickets and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, just imagine what the volume on that is. So that's all legit. But here's what I'm saying. <laughs> there there has never been nor I don't know if there will ever be another fan base. <laughs> Where are you, Brooks? <laughs> another fan base that will take the snowball and shove it down the hill more than the Ole Miss fan base will do. With and and, and look, I, I understand it. As down as they have been, you can't imagine the kind of excitement they have right now. I've missed. Uh, we we had callers. They talk the best smack, man. Oh, I, they do really do. So yeah. I, I'm expecting a, a good smack talking year. There was this one guy, and I cannot remember his name now, but back when Ole Miss was good, we used to hear from him a lot. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And he called several different shows. Is that Rebel Greg? I, I well, see, I, it was he, Rebel he, something. He, he was funny. It was he, Rebel something, yeah. yeah, and he was funny, and he was like super condescending about that's, anything. That's got to be the same State. guy. I miss him. If you're listening, man. All right, and as soon as had a hard couple of years, as soon as things started getting rough, he kind of went away. All I'm saying is, man, I turn on the radio, and on December the seventeenth, on December the seventeenth, who's got the best chance to beat Alabama, Georgia, or Ole Miss? <laughs> Dang. <clears throat> All right, so hit me up. You can text the show 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN, or 885-3776. Or uh, call me on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. Matter of fact, Divinity is the oldest Kubota dealer in the United States of America. And they've got big-time deals going on right now, up to $2,500 off. Uh, the L-Series tractors, some of the models that they have, 2019 models, they're all, I went and saw, they got them all polished up and sitting out on the lot. Um, huge, huge savings on the construction equipment, skid steers and things like that. So if you're in the construction business, you not only get the discounts, we're talking like several thousands of dollars off the, the price tag from now to the end of the year. But also, then you're going to turn around and with your business, you're going to write that off. Um Next year on your taxes, you, you make that purchase before the end of the year. So lots of stuff like that going on at Divinity Equipment in Madison and Jackson. By the way, uh, apologies to uh, it's Rebel Jacob, who I was referring to. Oh, that Not sounds Rebel right. Greg. That but, sounds right, yeah. Rebel Jacob. Yeah. That sounds right. It's been so long, I had a hard time remembering. But, yeah, he was, he, he was entertaining. Yes, he was. He would get under some people's skin for sure. Absolutely. Um, who's, who do we have, Roger? <laughs> the man, the myth. The oh, screeching legend, <laughs> Chicken Hawk. Yeah, look at him. I, I got a, I got a shirt. Lupe all made me a shirt like that. It's got a, it got a, a, a Superman emblem, but it's, you know it's Mississippi State, Hell State, and it says that the myth, the man, and the legend. Chicken <laughs> Hawk. So yeah, I already got look, that shirt. I like am that. a legend. <laughs> hey, wait a minute now. Hey, look, wait. Y'all done got me excited. Oh yeah, you said you wanted somebody to talk some smack. Well, look here, Paul Brooks, bless his heart. He did tell me he loved me today. Finally told me he loved me today. So I don't have to go to the altar and pray for him no more for about that. Because, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a brother of mine in the Lord. You know, he's been born again, too. All so right. here's the thing. 
Yeah, yeah, praise God. Hey, you but better you better make friends with him because you're going to spend a little bit of time together <laughs> one of these days. Well, we, yeah, we're going to spend all, 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 and I'm going to be ringing my cowbell all through eternity, brother. Hail you know State. what I'm saying? That's, Hail State. Yeah, going to be. Uh, you, know, <laughs> hey, you know, they're going to have instruments. And, you know, I don't understand one uh, one certain, you know, uh, not religion, but uh, denomination. Hey, let me ask you this. Know, Hold on a second, Chicken Hawk. How come all these, like, new age... You know, uh, the big band that now all the new um, contemporary churches have. We got guitars and drums and basses and people playing banjos and every playing French horns in the church band. How come nobody ever plays a cowbell in the new contemporary church band? Huh? Why would we never have a cowbell player? Because they ain't never had chicken hawk up in there. <laughs> I'm putting chicken hawk in the band. Somebody- yeah, you got to have somebody to start something. You know what I'm saying? You got to have somebody to start it, and then folks lead off and fuck. See, I've always been one that people follow. I've had that curse all my life that people just—I've been a leader, and mm. people just fuck. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm ashamed of the yeah. places I let them. To. I've been stuck behind a chicken truck a few times. You hear what he said? He said, "I'm ashamed of the places I let them to." <laughs> yeah, but now, hey, hey, hold on! Now y'all done got me in Okay. Now, because I had a whole okay. bunch right here. I, I uh, was thinking to hit this with my football bat, okay. and I was hoping you had your basketball glove, because this is a big foul I'm fitting to hit. I'm trying to stir up them children, and Brooks happens to be one of them children. See, the, I, that, this ain't the chicken hawk, Mr. Chicken Hawk. I'm just chicken hawk, see? When you're the dog, like I told Brooks earlier, when you're the man, you just have a name. But see, Brooks is wanting to do like them children <laughs> of his up there. You know, they had the bears one week. They are flat-headed fish by another <laughs> week. And now, you, and now you've got, uh, you know, I think I think he caught that, that fish come from the Middle East because, you know, them women over there walk around all their life from the time they children and tote the water. You know, them sorry being won't help them. So they get a flat head. So, I, you know, but anyway, that's another day. But Brooks wanted his name. He was trying to come up with a name like G.O.B. You know, and uh, good old Brooks. Good old Brooks. Sounds like good. Yeah, yeah. You try that old stuff, man. You can't. Fit. But now, but with Hollywood, that's what I call lame. I call it Hollywood because you know he. Uh, most girls probably think he's pretty. You know, because he got the he got the hair dude. You know, and he wore them uh, cool rate California Chip Highway Patrol. Look at yourself in the mirror sunglasses. You know, who does he that? Got all that. Think so about Joe Biden. All, no, I ain't talking about, I ain't talking about, I'm talking about <laughs> the lane train. Oh, the yeah, lane train. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. uh, the truth is, he is, um, women do find Lane Kiffin attractive. They do. Well, what do you and, think? And vice versa. <laughs> well, what do you think they think, hey, what do you think they think about Chicken Hawk? Even uh, though I don't have the, I, wait a minute, even though I don't have the girlish figure that I once had, mm. and I don't have the long, flowing, blonde flop that I, Blocks, not blocks. I got blocks too. I used to have blocks of girls, you know. I'm a chick, oh, and I used to have all them girls behind me, and I had blocks at one time. But I, but I did have long blonde locks like Clay Matthews, but I was prettier than what he was. But anyway, oh, uh, it's I not saying? a lie if you believe. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let all me right. say hell state, and all let right. me let me say this right here: to be the man, which Chicken Hawk is. You have got to beat the man, and that means you got to beat Chicken Hawk. Oh, no state. See, you don't Hawk. want that cowbell. <laughs> Chicken Hawk. Hey, listen, y'all. I don't know where he lives, but he wants to play the cowbell in your church band. Okay, 
There you go. Chris, on the... If you'll play it with a drumstick only. Right. Bump, ding, bump, ding, bump, ding. Yeah. <laughs> Chris on the text line says, Beaver is mad because, quote, your mom is about to take him to the woodshed in fantasy football. Oh, yeah, somebody that's your mom. Uh, I know. I've seen that stuff. Hey, uh, the Superior JR says, Matt, are you moving to the Jackson area or have future plans to? No, the answer is no. Uh, not moving and don't at the moment have any plans to. Uh, part I of that. there'd be anything wrong with that. No, I mean, I would, I would love to. I used to think about it, and we've looked at it in the past, but just not right now. And what it is is, you know, Tupelo is an hour from Starkville, and even though it's, it's closer than, yeah. You know, all these games and, you know, once I uh, started doing some, like I'm doing the basketball game tomorrow night with Bart on SEC Plus, you know, that's an hour drive there, an hour drive home. It'd be a heck of a lot different decision on those kinds of things if it were two and a half hours there and two and a half hours home, you know, yeah. or two hours or, you know, depending on where we live. Make more uh, sense for you to move to Starkville. Uh, right, if we were going to. Yeah. Uh, Rebel Greg said, this is Rebel Greg, I still call. Yeah, right, I, I so we got that up. Sorry about that, Rebel. It, it's, he think, we think it's Rebel Jacob. We don't know what happened to him. Well, we kind of know. But it wasn't an insult. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dave says, at least they were talking about sports for a change. Oh. Now. Touche. George has another. Uh, Dave has another question. Who's going on probation first, Ole Miss or Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Dave. Good one. Yeah. No, I'm just having a little fun at at uh, Chris and Beaver's expense. Thank you. Thank you. Here all week. Try the veal. Tip your waitress. Stick around. Don't tip her over. Right. Don't tip her over. Stick around. Farm Bureau Studio. All right, so um, the whole first segment of the show was about Chris Brooks and his show. <laughs> and we have an official weigh-in now uh, from Chris himself, at MS Gridiron on Twitter. He's weighed in. He's setting me straight, you straight, all of that. I will say that I used a very successful radio technique, sports radio technique, and that is I just basically whipped that whole subject into whatever I wanted it to be for my own purpose. All right, here's what I mean by that. <laughs> Chris tweeted me. <clears throat> He's at MS Gridiron. He tweeted and said, the original topic was actually the Feinbaum question, what former Saban assistant beats him first, just to be accurate. That's- and he said, you need... more nuanced. Right. And Chris said... And I knew that. I heard that part of it. I just left that out. And <laughs> Tell us better story. Chris said, you need to know that I've made a life decision that Kirby Smart is never the answer. <laughs> <laughs> he says, so Jimbo is the answer by default as to what former assistant beats Saban first. I told him that I knew all this. Good take. But it wasn't nearly as interesting. But it didn't sound as good, so I tweaked it, which is a very successful radio technique. <laughs> fake, fake news. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so we tweaked it for him. Over here on the text line, let's see. Let me make sure that I get um, 
all of this. Madison Mailman said, I'm glad Chicken Hawk is a state fan. Whitfield runaway, I swear. <laughs> Fluffy says, uh, my church has the designated Mississippi Baptist Music Ministry, a piano, an organ, and a choir with a lady that hits a note sideways so hard it makes the front row's hearing aids whine like sawmills. <laughs> thank you, Fluffy. And she thinks she's the best one up there. My, you know, that thank you, Fluffy, right there. That's, I had the same feeling as Clark Griswold had when the squirrel was running through the house chasing everybody. They huddled up in a corner of the kitchen. Clark, looking around the corner, said, where is Eddie? He normally eats these things. And in the midst of this hysteria, Catherine, Eddie's wife, says, ah, he gave up squirrels, Clark. He recently heard they were high in cholesterol. (laughs) And that's when Clark said, sort of sarcastically, thank you, Catherine. (laughs) So to that, I say, thank you, Fluffy. Well, they are high. <laughs> what about flying squirrels? Are they higher in cholesterol? Boom, boom. Um, some comedian the other night on America's Got Talent or whatever said uh, he's, he was doing one-liners, and he said he saw two pandas, two pandas, you know, doing their thing. He paused and then he said. That bears repeating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it that I can get Roger to laugh. You don't know how nice it is to be on the radio with somebody with a sense of humor. You just have no earthly idea how nice it is. It does nice make a difference, is. I'll tell you, from both sides. Yeah. yeah. Time goes by a little better. That's what she said. Nick. Nick says, Chicken Hawk must have the best lungs on the planet Earth because I don't think he took a breath during that call. Jason on the text line says... Former auctioneer, maybe. <laughs> yeah. What do you get for now? Give us a set of eyes. You know. Yeah, I love that. Let's see here. Jason says, next time I go home, I'm going to take you fishing at the creek behind my uncle's old shop in Tupelo. You'd be shocked how big and how many fish are in that shallow little creek. Jason... I absolutely want to do that. I recently got into a a YouTube black hole of just one video after another video after another video of people who I watch a lot of fishing videos, but this was people using ultralight tackle, so very light line, which you get more strikes, more bites, because you know the line doesn't scare fish away. Oh. Little small base ultralight, but but easing around in these urban creeks, these little. You know, drainage ditches that water will get caught up in it after a flood, and then there just happens to be three or four fish in there. And like the most obscure places, not bodies of water even, but there's fish in there, and they go catch some. And I found myself thinking, man, I would love to do that. You know, like you catch big fish like that. Well, you never know. You just never know. It's just a whole different. You know, when the reservoir gets flooded over here, sometimes the water overflows, and sure, you get these little mini get them trapped. Bodies of water, yeah. Yeah, and there'll be, a lot of times there'll be fish in there. So um, let's do it, Jason. I'm all for it. Eric on the text line says, I think you can find Rebel Jacob in lockdown at Whitfield, or his mom took his cell phone away. <laughs> he had fans and then <laughs> yeah. not fans. That's right. The truth about it is uh, 
polarizing is not necessarily a bad thing in radio. You know, I could try to do it, but it would be fake. Well, it's so. biblical. Don't be lukewarm. Well, hey, that's right. Hot or cold, baby. That's exactly right. Tyler says, I grew up in Morton and had never heard of Chicken Hawk outside the radio recently. We <laughs> uh, were on the right channel, you see, B. He says, the legend of Chicken Hawk, written and approved by Chicken Hawk. Five stars. <laughs> Quote, Chicken Hawk. <laughs> Tyler, that's not a bad text at all. All right, Ghost Texture says, most impressive thing about Monday Night Football game was Drew Brees going 29 of 30 for 307 yards. Wow. Think he just threw away his only incompletion. That is absolutely incredible what that guy did last night. It's incredible what he's done in now being the NFL's all-time leading touchdown thrower. Isn't he the oldest QB? He's one of them. It's he and... Brady has got to be one of those two. It's just incredible. You know, what was interesting last night is I'm sitting there in my in-laws living room in Vicksburg and uh, my father-in-law from Vicksburg and I'm sorry, from Natchez and very familiar with, and, and they're both Ole Miss fans. So they're very familiar with saints history. Obviously when the saints took Archie and, you know, they just talked about how bad they were all those years. And I remember that as a kid growing up, the saints were just always like an afterthought um, for a, kid in Alabama, and you look at what they have become because of Drew Brees, and now look at him. It's just an incredible story. He was unstoppable last night. Are the Saints a favorite to win the Super Bowl? They look to me like a team that is going to be in the Super Bowl. You know, and if you look at the NFC, what, 49ers are also have 11 wins. All right, let me, let me say, so the four teams in the NFC that are sitting there at 11 wins – are is Green Bay, San Francisco, Seattle, and New Orleans. Of those four teams at 11 wins in the NFC, who do you have the most confidence in? I mean, is it Green Bay because of Aaron Rodgers? I don't know that it is. I think I think New Orleans is the team that I would have the most confidence in if somebody said, "Hey Matt, you know, take X amount of dollars of your hard-earned money and bet it." on one of those teams to win the Super Bowl. I think you'd have the most confidence in New Orleans. Tell me why not. Peanut Butter Falcon on the text line says, I still can't tell if Chicken Hawk is being real or trying to be a caricature of himself. Three Hump Camel says, Yeah, yeah, right. Three Hump Camel says, Mike Iaconelli has a fishing show like that. It's called Fish My City. Now, Michael Iaconelli, he is a New Jersey native, and he's hit it big time in bass fishing tournament trail. So we're talking Bassmasters Classic. I mean, the big tournaments, big bodies of water. But he really is a character. He's the guy, if you ever watch a fishing show, who he catches a three-pounder, and he screams and yells. Uh, like, I mean, it's annoying how hard he celebrates. And he's a different character, but he's also brilliant. He's a brilliant marketer, for sure. And it's a, I think it's a neat idea. Fish my city, so you're... Like I saw a thing. Why do they always release them back in? They always annoyed. Me. Yeah. Like I can't ever catch a fish like that. And you're throwing it back. Yeah. Catch and release. Yeah. Guess to keep Pete off. I saw a thing on YouTube where I Canelli was sneaking around fishing in that pond at Central Park in New York City. Yeah. How'd that go? I, I guess he got away with it. I mean, maybe you can fish in there. I don't know. I I saw that though. 
All right, hour one, rolling along in the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Back on the show. I don't know if people listening like inside radio talk and jargon or not, Roger, but like this is this microphone and everything's different than the one I have in my studio at home. And I keep getting these big old pops and plosives every time I say the letter P and it's throwing me off. I oh, want to yeah. just like back way up. Yeah, you got to turn it at a little angle and that talk thing. across the front of it like that. Like so. Yeah, you won't pop it that way. Pop. Very wow. good. Lee? I love popcorn. <laughs> such such a radio geek. I would study how people use their microphones. Uh-huh. Elvis was a master of changing the tone by increasing, uh, you know, his he'd he'd get closer, closer he'd back on. Yeah, it was, you know, when you're singing loud. And that would be a, probably an indication that he had a really good ear yeah. for that kind you of think? stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like an uncanny ability to... Yeah. Yeah. To hear and understand those things. Still one of the highest paid entertainers in the world. To this day. Yeah. Where's it going? And why does why is Priscilla writing a book? Lisa Marie, I guess, you know. Oh, Lisa Marie's writing oh, the she, book. She she inherited most everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, she's 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 doing fine. You ever go up there to the uh, to Graceland? Never been. We're talking about going because my daughter wants to go see it. I one one Christmas, I went up. My stepmother, a big fan of Elvis. Let's just go up to the gates and see where this experience. People there and see the blue lights. And, yeah, and it was you know right there just you know, at a random time. There was a group of people who just liked Elvis enough uh, to come to Memphis. You know, and and there they were. Yeah, and the Lisa Marie used to be parked across the street. What do you mean? Or the airplane? That's what he called. Oh, the airplane. Yeah. I've forgotten that he had named Everything it. about Elvis used to be a lot more accessible, like his birthplace. Uh-huh. We had a family reunion out there. We were running up and down the porch and playing. But now everything's gotten to be, like, very corporate-looking. Has there. it? That, have you at, seen, at, in Tupelo, you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, at the park. Yeah, because they built that big theater-type deal next to it. Um, of course, you have the Welcome Center next to it also. Um, well, it would have been informative if they'd have kept more of those houses along that row, so you can get an idea yeah. of what it was like. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You used to, you you did have a few more of that. Kind of what it looked yeah. like back then. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's that one part of Tupelo before they moved to East Tupelo. They lived in a little shotgun house like that up on the hill, over there. What they called at Gumtree Hill, which is Green Street now, leads down into some of the elementary schools. Mm-hmm. This great big bluff, basically, in that. Sort of the north part. It's just north of downtown. And then, you know, uh, but that was the area where in the 30s they had that massive tornado that came through there and just knocked everything and everybody off that hill down. My grandmother, till the day she died, was scared of weather because of that storm. Uh She, She had known a couple that actually got picked up and carried miles away and dropped into a lake. And so they, when they built the lake around the house, she, she just yeah. knew one of yeah. these days, right? You know, but I mean, that's got a that that had to be a a, a tr- tremendous event. I mean, oh yeah, how how many people died? Oh, um, I should know, but, but I don't. Yeah, know. 
I, I mean, it was catastrophic, though. Yeah. It, it wasn't really like was. what happened yesterday, which was bad. But well, I mean, it was just a focus of devastation there, that whole... Right in one place. Yeah. yeah, that's right. All right, so back here with you in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast service, friendly service. That's what you get at Farm Bureau. Check them out. Favorites.com. I got to um, yesterday and today spend some time getting to know some of the uh, Farm Bureau agents here in Hines County out at the Clinton office. And that, that was neat. Get to uh, get a chance to meet those guys. Will and uh, Bradley and Tanner and Joseph McCaskill. A lot of uh, sports fans around here, y'all remember Joseph, won a state championship as a baseball player at J.A., in, uh, I guess, late 90s, well, early 2000s, and then had a heck of a career uh, at Mississippi State, Joseph McCaskill. He's with Farm Bureau there in Clinton also. So it's neat to meet all those guys. All right, uh, text line, let's see. Where are we? Madison Mailman said, we used to catch red-eye bass in the creeks where I grew up. Yeah, yeah, there's some different names for those, but it's just like a different. They don't get huge, but they live in the small creeks and streams, and they're fun to catch. Probably delicious. Probably. One way to find out, sir. Those people eat gar. Uh, yeah, I mean, they do. and People have. I'm sure it's not great. Yeah, you could. I mean, it's too much meat on them. <laughs> yeah. Tim on the text line says, Don't tell me, line, coaches can't be great head coaches. Lombardi, Joe Gibbs did all right. Talking about line coaches? Offensive, defensive line coaches? Is that what you're saying? Um, great coaches can coach anything. I really believe that. I don't know what that's about. Tyler says, Graceland is a big disappointment nowadays. Corporately owned, too expensive for the experience, and it's like $50 per person. Really? 50 bucks a person? I didn't realize that. And then Jason says, what's that diner over there close to the Elvis birthplace? It has Elvis stuff all over the place. Great old-time hamburgers right beside the fire department there. Yeah, that's that's called Johnny's Drive-In on East Main Street, just before you get over to the area where the birthplace is in Tupelo. And, um, yeah, it's it's largely unchanged. The building, the location, the way they serve food, the way they take orders. I mean, it's a largely unchanged going back 50, 60 years ago. I guess I hadn't heard of that place. I, there was a McDonald's over there. I mean, it had memorabilia all over, like a museum. Yeah. But yeah. so I guess it's something like that. Yeah, this is Johnny's Drive-In. Yeah, check it out. That's the name of it. Yeah, check that out. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment, Madison and Jackson. Jay, listening in Baltimore. What's up, Jay? Hey, Matt. I'll begin by saying I tried to explain to my kids last night, both who were born and raised in Maryland, what a totesome was. <laughs> and let me just tell you, they looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> but uh, you know what I'm calling to talk about. That's a little bulldog baseball. The yes. first of many rankings uh, came out yesterday. Not sure if you saw it, but they have the Diamond Dogs ranked number six. So a quick mm -hmm. analysis tells me, I think no no surprise here, but you know, pitching is regarded as the most important measure in determining these rankings. 
And, uh, you know, I have to admit, I'm a little concerned, and I think the 2020 season is really going to be dependent on the development of the Bulldog pitching staff. We have JT again, but the other two starters are somewhat, uh, you know, question mark. You know, what what are your thoughts on the pitching staff for 2020? Yeah, I, I think you nailed the word that you have to use, and that is development, right? I mean, I think you nailed it. The development of the pitching staff, because it's all about, well, I mean, it's just all about who's there and available for you and and, and how, you know, how's everybody going to fill in behind JT again? I mean, the development of that. And there's some, what, you've got the kid who's a transfer from, oh, was it Tulane? Or was it Southeast? No, it's a kid who transferred in from Southeast Louisiana, who I know, okay. um, you know, pitched a lot of innings there. It was very good. And, you know, who they. Or you talk to some people who believe that he could, you know, uh, push for maybe one of those weekend starting roles. Um, but that's it. It's developing you know, your starting pitching behind that. Because if, if I, I hope I didn't just dream this up, but didn't I see where Brandon Smith who was great last yep. year as a freshman, we're not going to have him because of an, a Tommy John's deal on his elbow. Yeah, that's correct. I think we've all been, at least I know I was high on Sarantola last year. I mean, he seems to have yeah. everything that, uh, all the makings of a, of a starter. It's just, can he put it all together? And he struggled a couple of outings last year, but I think he's really, really going to be key. Yeah, I, I do too. And you just wonder, like, He's going to be key, but in what kind of role eventually does he settle into right there, right? Is it mm. is it going to be that Sunday guy, or is he a does he transition into a bullpen guy and that's just where he lives? Um, I don't know. So anyway, all those things, we're kicking around the questions. We're not going to know for a while, and so I think you nailed it. The word is development. It's about bringing some guys along, and who knows Jay, this could be the kind of year where the early part of the season, the rotation that we see in those early non-conference deals may be totally different than what we see later in the year during conference play. They may figure it out on the fly. So um, it is. it truly is a wait-and-see type of thing. Hey, man, it's always well, good I'm to looking, talk baseball with you. Yep, of course. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited even about the rankings. So we're, we're getting close. We're, there, yep. we're within striking distance. We'll talk more soon. Yeah, absolutely. Tell your kids that a Totesome is like a 7-Eleven or a Jiffy Mart. They'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember remember very distinctly it was the vertical T-O-T-E-S-U-M on the store. And uh, growing up in Mississippi, and uh, uh, yeah, that was bringing – last night I I listened to the replay last night over dinner and was just laughing, thinking about (laughs) – Thinking about totem. So have a good day, guys. Yeah, thank you, Jay. And and again, what's interesting about that is I appreciate you sharing supper with us. I had never heard of it. Really? Well, that's a Jackson thing. I just had never heard the term totem before. And again, like my family's uh, in laws have lived in Vicksburg for a long, long time, and I mentioned it to them. Like, oh yeah, yeah, totem, yeah. <laughs> he started telling me all kinds of details and everything. So yeah, it's it's stuff just, that uh, you don't get on other shows. We we get the really hard hitting, important well, on information. Other stations, I should say. Other oh, stations. Yeah, <laughs> we do still some of Brooks stuff occasionally. We steal Chris's um, material every now and then. 
We lie about things that happen on his show just so we'll have good material on ours. You shave. And we laugh, which is very, very unusual in the sports talk radio sphere around here. (laughs) Y'all stick around.